and welcome to the God is a Geek podcast. My name's Adam Cook. My name, my name is Adam Cook, as they say. It's episode 498. Uh, I am here joined by the marvellous Christopher Hyde. My name is Chris Hyde. See, when I say it, right, it sounds a little bit like I was trying to be a gangster, but really failing. What? Like I was about to go into a rap like, my name's Chris Hyde and I am here to stay. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Lyle. I, I, let's introduce Lyle quickly, who is also magnificent. Hello, Lyle. I'm also here. Hello, and he I is. am magnificent. And, and I'm, not, I'm not rushing the introduction to Lyle, but I do want to get back to that that yeah, discussion about the rap and where you were going. Like, I kind of was into it. My name's Chris Hyde and I'm here to stay. Everybody says that I'm a... Not bad. Doesn't <laughs> rhyme. I can be a rapper. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair comment, really. I suppose we better get stuck into it then, chaps, because it's game time. There's lots of them. Um, I'm going to start this week. I don't normally, but I'm going to start with uh, a game that I'm not going to talk about for very long, right? And and I, and I touched upon this briefly in the actual review. I love Splatoon three. Okay, I'm just going to get that out there. I absolutely love it. Um, I love love two. It had its issues, um, but this kind of I wouldn't say fixes them all, but it does course correct so much of the minor things. But at the same time, I totally get why someone might be like, yeah, it's not a very exciting release, is it? Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and I feel like there is a lack of excitement for this game. And I do understand it. I, I do. Like, I understand it. And it's fair because the... the it's it's like in the review I, I thought about this and I thought that I'm just going to end up going through the thing and I'm probably going to do this again going to go through the things they've kind of fixed which has just made it the better game if that makes sense like the, the really weird online stuff that Nintendo sort of sometimes do like hey you can only play the co-op mode when we say so gone you can play it whenever you want um, the really annoying messages like when you boot the game up telling you what maps are in rotation uh, you just click the left stick in, and once you've done that, it's always going to be just a little thing in the top corner going through that you can completely ignore and go about your business. And these are like what I would say were almost minor things, but they're kind of not minor things when these are games designed. Yes, there's a single player. Yes, there's a cooperative player. Um, but the multiplayer is the, the the kind of core of this. This is the the multiplayer is the thing you're playing in a year's time still. You know, like Call of Duty or FIFA. They're the things that you return to, and it's not a minor thing when like i was talking to a friend of the site mikhail and he was like it's it's the thing is that when you play like what i think he said like 600 hours of splatoon 2 that message is not minor anymore Mm -hmm. it's it's a massive deal and it's mm. really really annoying and to know it's gone is like a big deal um other than that like this the multiplayer maps i really dig There, there were a few where you're like i would you know, I've got bad memory, and there's like a few where you're like, I would forgive myself for not remembering this was actually just a Splatoon two map because I'm sure that that you know that it's not the maps that I remember this game for. It's the it's the fun, it's the chaos, it's the gameplay. But there are some maps that that are pretty pretty cool. Like the, the one on screen right now has, and they've done this before, but like the, the the map changes as you go through. There are only three minute matches in Splatoon, so you're never like in them for hours. But like the maps change, uh, some of them, not all of them there's moving parts and and I really like that and I I still think that of all the kind of multiplayer shooters out there and I use that term in inverted commas and quite loosely of all the sort of games like this out there it's still really unique to me because very few games will say actually eliminating your enemy opponent is not really the big deal 
Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in Call of Duty, mm-hmm. you have to kill the enemies. In PUBG or something, it's a completely different game to PUBG. But the idea is be the last man standing. Splatoon isn't that. It is like yes, you can ink or splat your enemies, and it gives you a little bit longer to get some territory control. But the ultimate thing is, I mean, the amount of times I was playing in the review period, and it's like, you you fuckers, you haven't painted the base. You haven't painted our base, and it's great that you're roaring ahead and painting everything else. But when that big map comes up at the end, there's a big part here that they can hard. It's really hard. It's it's really difficult to get right into the enemy sort of spawn zone, because for one, even if you do and you you, you ink it, eventually you will get killed, and then they're respawning there, so they're going to just paint over it. So if you don't even bother to paint your home zone, as it were. I mean, it even gives you, like, you know, when you play multiplayer games, you get, like, little medals at the end of a match, like, most ink, most ink territory, or, you know, most kills or whatever. It even gives you them, and one of them is, like, most, I think it's home base inked. Like, it's, it's really trying to tell you, hey, do this. Do this, please. Like, because it is not a game where it's, like... And, and listen, like, you'll get matches where you get 14 kills or something, and you're like, how did I do that? And it's totally by accident, or at least it should be. Because if you're playing it to be like, I'm just going to go and eliminate everyone... I would find you a very frustrating teammate. Ah, uh, the, the players that don't play the objective. <laughs> well, no, it's not so much that. Yeah. It's not so much that. It's that, like, if you don't play the objective in this, you will lose. Like, you could get 20 yeah, no, kills. Does not matter. Yeah. You won't even get your special, probably, because your special builds up by ink, you know, ground covered. That's what this game is about. It is about that. So, yeah, the people who don't play the objective, it's like... Do you remember when Call of Duty and Battlefield sort of started to merge almost, like become very similar? That A bit like FIFA and Pez where they'd nick a mode off the other game. You know, like COD did this, so Battlefield did it, and then Battlefield did this, so COD did this. Um, and and it's a bit like that. It's like this... You have to... Because those merges almost happened, people were just playing Call of Duty like it was just a Call of Duty multiplayer game. And all of a sudden, you'd get people in Battlefield who were playing it like it was a Call of Duty game, and they were just running and gunning, and you're like, dude, we're supposed to be getting the objective and sitting on it and getting the A.8 to... What are you doing? And and this game is all that, like, in the multiplayer. They're, um, And it's still just a tremendous amount of fun. It's just just still a tremendous amount of fun. Like the three minute matches mean, like in the review period, I was sitting there playing. It's like going, I actually want to go do something else now because I I I want to go and play about the story mode. And I'm like, oh, I've only been playing half an hour because and in half an hour, three minute matches, you you've played loads of matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the only real negative to this game that I can come up with is that they still have a two map rotation system, which means you could play the same map three times in ten minutes. It's, it is what it is. Like they're, they're clearly not going to change it. It's clearly something they think is the way to do it. I don't know if it's a case because it's not even a case of like, hey, you, you're going to get bored if you if we can just let you play any map all the time. But at the same time, it's like, well, I don't play all day every day. Like it feels like part of the reason they are like, the, the, the co-op horde mode, the salmon run thing was like, if you, that I, I was looking up on, on Reddit actually about this and people were saying like i never got to play it because although they widened the times the times were still in my region when i was at work nine till five or something and i couldn't play Mm. it because i got home and by the time i'd showered or seen the kids or had dinner like it was off again so they kind of get it and but the same principle would apply to multiplayer maps like if you're only rotating them so and so you might never see some of them you, you can still you can practice in them and do private matches but it's not the same as just hitting a button um 
Salmon Run, I've not got a huge amount to say because although they've added, a, again in the review, they've added a few little bits and pieces like, um, you, you know, you can throw the eggs now that you have to collect in the round and there are new bosses and obviously new weapons in the overall game. It it needs a few more maps and it doesn't feel like they've refined it a huge amount. It feels more like they've gone, fine, you can play it whenever you want. You're happy now. Do you know what I mean? And that's it. Can, uh, the, can, the, can I ask the, a question? Yes, of course, mate. It's gonna be a bit provocative, but that's me. Oh, it is Ooh. is this Splatoon three or is it Splatoon two point five? Because everything you're saying sounds very much like they could have just two years ago come out with an update for Splatoon two. It's it's a fair and question. Fixed the problems that they kind of created themselves by having restrictions. And it, I, I'm so, just asking. So, so no. So what I would say is Splatoon two felt like oh people really liked Splatoon. But it was on Wii U, so no one's playing it, and not enough people bought it. So we'll stick that on Switch and call it Splatoon Two, when really it's Splatoon One Point Five. Okay, that that did feel that way, uh, and they added a single player campaign. But nothing about the game really changed. Like it was very much we've got this game and this idea that's like from nowhere, and they really liked it. But we've got the Wii U problem now. We've got the Switch. We've got a massive audience. Let's give this game another go. It sold something like 13 million copies. It did very well. Splatoon 3 feels like the culmination of everything. So they've taken everything that was good about it, and now they've gone, right, okay. We It's taken them a couple of games almost. Do you know what I mean? Like they've kind of, mm. it's taken them almost a couple of practice runs, which sounds awful when people are paying all this money for it. But this is, this is like, this is it. Like if they were to announce a Splatoon 4, for example, in a few years, I'd be surprised. Because it would have to have some massive new unique thing. Mm. This feels they've brought everything in. There's new weapons. There's a bigger single player campaign. They've given you more. Mo there's a table a table turf battle, which is like a Tetris battle version of Splatoon, which is unique and cool. Not going to keep people like off the other modes. It's just it's kind of like a nice little diversion. Um, but the way they're treating this now, the way they've kind of again, it's all these little tiny things. All these little things that you might not notice if you were brand new to the game or had just played dabbled, you know. There are all these things that kind of change the core of it and make it well worth a sequel. I, again, I, I accept that people might go, it's not that exciting because it's still Splatoon. I get that. But I don't think that's a fair criticism unless we're going to give it to everyone, which means Gears of War 5 has to be yeah, labelled. Like, Call of Duty yeah, has to be a 4 out of 10 because it's just guns, in it, and shooting yeah, every year. Yeah, and I didn't, you know. I didn't mean it like no, that. I know. It was more... Because you're right, sometimes it's just more of X and is better. That's <laughs> in a reductive sentence. It's mm. not necessarily a massive negative because you go... The stuff that it's the stuff that it started with was pretty damn good to begin with, right? Uh, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. I have a, okay. I have a similar but different question okay. to, to Chris. Um, mine is, I played and absolutely loved Splatoon 1 and skipped Splatoon 2. Am I going to really, really love Splatoon 3? <laughs> yes, I would say so. Because what you're going to get, what you never got with the first one, is like a full, a full campaign mode. Now, the campaigns kind of act as tutorials in a lot of ways. But what they've done this time is, while the kind of... So you've got... I'm going to be a bit careful because I know the game's kind of out. I mean, there's someone in, in our YouTube chat here, Udi1127, who says it's three. He's been playing it for a few hours. But I still don't really want to spoil anything too much, right? 
the thing about Splatoon is it's mega weird, like that, and it's it's that kind of weird that you only get in video games, and you love it. Do you know what I mean? You love that mm-hmm. this is a thing we can have, and there's quite a lot of lore in Splatoon Three. Now it's not like really surface, like hey, look at this, but it's kind of it's not hard to find. And when I was reading it, I'm like, this is quite dark for Nintendo. That's all I'll say. It's like it's interesting. Um, and what they do is the main sort of missions that you sort of have to play to progress the story, there's not a great deal of them. And, and often one of them is like, we're going to teach you how to use the tri- uh, TriCaster, the new the new weapon. We're going to teach you how to use this. There's like there's a, there's a special where you basically get in like a big mech, a crab mech that can roll. And, and it looks a bit like... Um, in Overwatch, the hamster character that I'm, I'm forgetting on the name, but that it looks a bit like that, and like you're shooting the, there's this crab, and it's it's there's a whole mid level dedicated to that. But what they do is uh, there's loads of of optional levels, and that's where they do stuff that's a bit like, and again, this won't help you, Lar, but in Octo, Octo expansion and for two, there were all these weird like time trials or um, target practice levels, and there's all this weird stuff where they get into that, um, and then you've got Salmon Run, which you won't have played, and it's just a so much more complete package, and it's like again, if they suddenly come out in a year's time and say Splatoon Four, I would probably have to sort of fire my brow a bit and go, "Yeah, okay." I mean, I know it sells, but we're getting into sort of do you know the old days of FIFA when it was just a, a you know new names and new league. We would be new getting into that. I mean, <laughs> I, I will say I'm not going to spoil it, but some of the stuff towards the end of the campaign is just. It's like, ah, Nintendo, this is good shit. You know what I mean? This is the good shit. Um, Splatoon 3, go and read the review, uh, watch the video review. There's even a YouTube short you can have a look at that shows off like the, the, the lack of um, forced cutscenes. It's just, I think it will win you fans because I think there were people, like you just said, Lowe, didn't play Splatoon 2, and 3 is just a fantastic package. I don't know how you could play it and not find something fun about it because... The biggest thing about Splatoon for me that I've always liked in a multiplayer sense is that you don't have to be like Mr. Super Reflexes like in Call of Duty. You know, Call of Duty I play now and I feel old. I feel my age because there's people half my age who I can't... It's, it's not a skill thing. My eyes physically aren't going to be as quick and reflexes aren't as quick as them anymore. In Splatoon, you're rewarded. You could just be like using a slosher, which is the, the you know literally a paint can that you're throwing at and you're, you're just painting the floor. And you will get a decent score by doing the job, as it were. And and I think that's something to be shouted about, if you will. Um, but let's talk about something that's very different. Let's talk about some Disney Dream Valley, right? Dreamlight Valley. I keep forgetting the Dreamlight. Dream yeah. This game is something I've been looking at for a while, okay? And it's Animal Crossing, but Disney. Uh, with all the things that people complained about in Animal Crossing New Horizons kind of tweaked. Um, if that does that make sense? Like you know, I, I, I given should... that Lyle hates it, yeah. No, I'd but be I should really be clear. Interested... No, but I, no, I don't, I'm, I'm always provocative. But no, but the things that you really and I keen... weren't bothered by is what I'm saying. But other people would write articles about and say, "Oh, God, you got this, that, and the other," and like we weren't bothered by that because we played Animal Crossing for years. But a lot of other yeah. people are bothered by it. And and given conversations on other podcasts. I'd be really keen to understand what Lyle thinks or what he's heard or what he thinks about this based on yeah, what the I content is. I kind of wish I'd played this, to be honest, but 
I literally just got finished playing a lot of Ooblets, and it feels like playing too many life sims back to back might just like break my soul a little bit. Mm. Um, but but I'm interested by it. I do kind of want to play it. And for more of my Animal Crossing opinions, if you want to be a Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/GodsAgeek, uh, you can listen to an exclusive podcast that that mentions just that. Indeed. And before we go on, there's a super chat here uh, from Mikhail who said Call of Duty is probably as bad as Snap now. Uh, he doesn't like Pokemon Snap, I know that for a fact. Um, but yeah, like the thing is with this, I don't know, I didn't play as much as our reviewer, Chris White, and he's not here, obviously. Um, I don't know how grindy it gets, but what I will say is it really does seem to throw money at you and all the other currencies. Like it's not, it certainly hasn't made me feel like I'm going to have to invest anything yet. But it is in an odd situation because it's um, it's early access, so you can buy the Founders Pack. It's actually on Game Pass as well for PC and Xbox, and it's like next year when it's like out, out, it's going to be free. But this isn't the first game to do that, so I don't think we can crucify it for that. Like the other games have done the exact same model, um, mm-hmm. so I don't think that's even I worth mean- more than a cursory mention. What are you going to say? Yeah, you... Sort of like multiverse is yeah. sort of the same thing, did, yeah. didn't it? Although on a sort of much quicker yeah, much scale. Quicker scale. Like it, was, it was only a few weeks. Yeah, no, this but... is this is obviously next year. It's going to be out. So um, I just really like it. It's just re- it's it's not a huge amount to talk about. It, it's just really really enjoyable and like it's one of those. It's if I was to say it was Animal Crossing, I would also say there's a bit of Stardew in there, and that you know you you run out of energy, but if you want to just cram some food down you, you can. And again, like you can. I felt like every time I went in and out of a building, the apples or the raspberries on the bushes and trees would just respawn, so you're really not short of energy. But it takes what Animal Crossing is, and it adds that stardew in that, like, you now you cook recipes, and you physically have to get, like, apples and wheat and whatever it is, and you can make an apple pie in, in a cooking pot, and then you can sell that, and the, the better, like, if you get five-star um, recipes, you're going to get loads of money. And... It's that kind of thing. Like so, and each of the Disney characters, like Mickey, Scrooge, um, I've forgotten his name, Remy, isn't it from Ratatouille? Wally. Mm-hmm. There's Moana, and um, who's the guy mm-hmm. the Rock plays in Moana? Uh, Maui. Maui. He's in it. You know. Now, if there was a criticism, and I think again, this is probably expectation-wise, the voice acting is that they've clearly just taken the clips of like Moana going, "Oh yeah, hmm, hi," and that's it. And it's the same for Remy. It's the yeah. same for most of them. They're like, you know, Merlin's like, hey, you know, and Mickey Mouse is, ha! Ah! You know, it's, 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 there's no it's, fully voiced. It's, it's the Nintendo yeah. interact with a character yeah. with one soundbite type thing. It's the but Link like if, thing, right? It, it is, but it's like, I sort of didn't expect, you know, The Rock to have a fully voiced role, especially for this game. It's No, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, bring on The Rock just for Maui for this particular like, game. I think it's his voice where they've obviously, I mean, I'm sure at some point in that film he says, hey, you know, and they've just taken that little clip or got a sound alike. But it's, it's just, it's just a really nice way to play. And I also found it's quite nice, like like with Animal Crossing when you'd have it on the Switch and handheld, you can just like, oh, I'll just do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's similar on Steam Deck for me. Like it, it runs perfectly on there, and it's like again, it's it feels really sort of pick up and play and just do a bit, and then come back another day. Um, so yeah, there's, I've been playing that, and another game I'm gonna very briefly talk about is Steel Rising. Um, very because, similar. 
Yeah, it couldn't be much more different. Still, Still Rising is a Souls-like game by Spiders, a developer that, like, Mick Fraser, who reviewed it, has always sort of championed Spiders as a developer that, like, kind of, they're going to get there one day. That All their games have been, mm. like, sixes and sevens tops, and they'll get there one day. There's always just so much jank in them. Uh, now, I see what he likes about this game, like I do. Uh, I didn't quite get on with it because it's one of those Souls-likes that's... Um, how would I put this? So it's a bit like Lords of the Fallen, Fallen. which was like mm-hmm. a really heavy game, if I recall. Yeah. Um, and it's not like, say, Sekiro or Elden right. Ring, you know. So it's not that kind of. You can jump and double jump and stuff in this, and mm. do, but it no, just feels very. Uh, what's the other one? Um, what's the futuristic one where you like you graft stuff onto your arms and stuff? They made two of them now. Oh God! Five hundred five games publisher. Oh, what is that? But that game. Yeah, it was it's terrible. That I can't even remember the title of that game. But that that series, it is the surge. surge well, that's a it? great pull. It is the surge and the surge two, which again don't feel quite as heavy as Lords of the Fallen, but do have that weight to them. Um, it, everything you'd want about you know a Souls game yeah. is here. Uh, but what I wanted to bring it up for mostly is that they've done the unthinkable. They've put difficulty sliders into a Souls game, so I thought it was worth bringing up <gasps> because of that. How very much dare they! So here's the thing, right? I wasn't. I, I got to the first boss, and it, I'm of all the genres out there. I think this might be the genre I'm the pickiest over. This or platformers. Like I'll either love one of these kind of games, or I'll be like, I just not. I'm not interested. It just doesn't. Do. A lot of it can be down to the setting, actually. I think sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't particularly dig the marionette style automaton stuff in this. It's not. It's not my bag. I get why others would. This, I bang me out a bit head up against the sort of first proper boss a few times, and it's like, oh, fucking hell, yeah, it's one of these, isn't it? It's one of these. And I was like, I don't. I'm not in the headspace for this. I don't really want to do this. Bollocks to it. I'm going to have a look at these difficulty options and see what the hell we can do with this. You can trivialize that combat. You can give you. You can. You can change the difficulty with all these different sliders so that you like you 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 run out of stamina less. You've got more stamina. Um, you get hit le- less hard. You know, you can literally slide the put a slider where you get your damage dealt. No, received is lowered to the point where if you have got some semblance of knowledge with these games, you could trivialize it. That very it is like going on super easy mode. But because of that, I played more of it than I would have otherwise. Because I wasn't in the mood for a game where I had to bang my head against bosses over and over again. I wasn't in the mood for, you know what like the, the Dark Souls do, where you've got to run through ten enemies to get back to the boss in the mm. first place. I wasn't in the mood for that because of the slow pace of the combat. I think it's a great thing. That, that these, I'm, not, I'm not saying I think the game's great. I think the game's decent. It's certainly, I would I'd say, the best Spiders game I've played. It mainly is a lot of the the aesthetic is just not my bag, um, and these games that you know when you're going to spend this long with these games that's important. But um, I think the difficulty stuff is worth talking about and championing because it's absolutely fantastic. It does not affect. M- if I was one of these people that's like, well, I'm going to play it properly. Fine. Yeah, this this is the thing for me. Whenever I <laughs> whenever I hear this conversation, I'm like. I don't get the gatekeeping conversation around you. You know, if, no. if you if if you know, if it has difficulty settings in it, and you don't want to touch them, then don't touch them. Don't it touch doesn't them. hurt you, knowing that they're there. Mm. But if you want them, then they're there. And and I, I I I've never understood it. And you know, I I always 
unless I'm having a really bad time, will always play on the normal difficulty, right? The difficulty of the the, the intended developer difficulty, almost always, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, this is clearly what the intention was, so I'll play it like that. And only unless, if I'm bagging ahead, I'll, I'll lower it. But generally speaking, I'll, I'll power through or just say, fuck that, I'm stopping. Um, and it, it's never bothered me knowing that there were easier difficulty settings or even harder ones <laughs> that I, I can't deal with. And you know, and it's not the, the thing that always surprised me about this sort of stuff is it seems to be just this genre that people get really picky about it yeah. on because difficulty settings have existed in all other genres. Mm -hmm. And even like you can lock, if you touch the difficulty settings, you can lock yourself out of trophies and various other things. That's been in yeah. existence ever since trophies have existed, you know, where you have to, you know, you've got a completely game on this difficulty setting. Or if you, but if you touch it at any point, it will, you're, you're locked out for the whole playthrough. Even that's existed for tens of years probably and i i just don't get it i think it's great i, I think well done to them that you know it, it it should be why not i don't get why it hurts people that don't 100 like, percent. if these if this game's mm -hmm. difficulty options i'm gonna absolutely curse myself now but if this game's difficulty options as they are exactly as they are were in bloodborne a lot of people would have played that game because the the style of Bloodborne and its kind of visual look and the audio, but it's like especially the DLC of Bloodborne is like particularly difficult uh, first run through anyway. Like in the final yeah. final boss, like um, uh, Orphan of Kos, isn't it? And yeah. like that is a very difficult boss. In, you know, it's, it's it's usually in the list of top ten Souls bosses. You know. Yeah, and what I would say from I haven't played Steel Rising, but from what you've said around how you can tweak the type of difficulty and assistance that you get that for me is really interesting as well it's not just like i'm going to put it down to easy and the no. developers have defined defined what that is are now you almost get a bit of everything where you can just go no do you know what? i just need a bit more stamina just let me have a little bit more stamina and i'll play everything else the same that mm. might be what you want to do and i think that's also quite a clever approach to it rather than just saying you've got standard like normal easy very easy i think that's quite a clever way of implementing it into this type of game as well mm. like and, and the thing is is this yeah like you say the word gatekeeping is 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 exactly that like it's just in a game like this like i i genuinely would have stopped not because i'm crap at games but because i just don't i wasn't in the mood i wasn't in the mood and my patience was thin but because i could ramp it up so that i would hit harder and be hit less hard have more stamina generally stuff like that it just meant well I, you know i'm i'll tell you what it almost turns these kind of games into and this is perhaps why I played more of it. You know, like the Devil May Cries. You know, I was going to say it Devil kind May Cries. Pulls yeah. it back in that direction. Yeah. Now it doesn't make it one of those because you still have a stamina bar. You still have, uh, you know, the the kind of. But like in this one, that's another thing you can actually do. You can also turn off. You know, so when you die in a Souls game, you lose your whatever it is souls. Yeah, yeah. Blood, you can turn that off. Soul echoes. You can turn that off, and and, and that can be the only thing you turn off. So the, mm. the difficulty is all the same, and the only thing you turn off is the fact that it's when you die, you death. don't lose your currency. Yeah, that reduces the fear level so much because you aren't afraid to explore because you aren't like, well, shit. If I go around this corner and get ganked, mm. I've lost it all. So conversely, you could leave that on, but do all the other bits. Now it's not like completely finite. Like it's not like everything's tweakable. There's not actually that many options. They just kind of work in tandem pretty well with this style of game. But I was bemoaning the fact that there's less of those kind of games, and everyone's going for Souls now. Like it really. I mean, obviously, it's Elden Ring sales mean we're going to get a lot more Souls. Mm -hmm. If anything else, if nothing else, rather. Um, 
but being able to dial this a little bit dial it in a bit with the difficulty means that i felt it was more like a older devil may cry or something and i'm here for that i, I like those well, games it, it, a lot yeah. i've ever had a conversation where you're like yeah, devil may cry's not made me smile today when i played it so it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, you know what i mean and it, it, yeah I, I i i agree i think i'm always of the opinion that if there are ways in which more people can enjoy more games and experience more games yep then that's all about always thought that and on mm. that note i've talked for half an hour about the games i've been playing this week so i think we should ask mr carl what he's been up to it's my half hour now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so this week for me has been the week of RPGs. So I've got two RPGs and I'm going to talk about them. Uh, and I'll start with the game that has released today, Jack Move, which is a sort of like a cyberpunk, like sort of retro RPG, like sort of like a, it feels like a classic JRPG, but instead of taking like 50 hours to beat it, it's eight hours long and all the goodness that you think of in one of these massive, amazing classic RPGs, your, your Final Fantasy 6 slash 3, depending on, you know, how you want to call it, or your Chrono Trigger, all the goodness from a game like that, they've managed to condense it into this eight hour experience and it is glorious. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, it just, because they have... You know, because it has that short runtime, they've managed to just like everything goes at a rapid pace. You're never going to be stuck in like a a dungeon of some sort and like wandering around mazes and like having random encounters just feel like they go down your neck. And there are even random encounters in this game, but they're they're not too bad. They're not like I, I feel like they're quite lenient. You can turn them down and off as well if you like if you're at one end of a dungeon and realize, oh, I should have taken that turn back there and like there'll probably be like a chest there because I think I'm going the right way now. Never thought like, of there that. were a few times where I just that's a great yeah, I idea just turned them off when that happened. Because I didn't I didn't I mean, I've not finished it, but I didn't adjust that at all because it sort of says to you as well, listen, you can turn them down, but you might be a bit under-leveled. So I was like, oh, well, fair enough. But what you've just said is a great example. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you say, you just, shit, oh, that's clearly the boss if I got up there and I forgot that chest. Oh, I'm going to have like 20 battles. Turn it off, quickly run back and get the chest. That's a, yeah, nah, true. Turn it off. Yeah. Which again shows kind of, although it's mm -hmm. although it's quite, uh, yeah. I don't want to use archaic because that's unfair, but although it is an old-fashioned, I mean, it has the Final Fantasy seven swirly thing when you, yeah. it has that. Um, and although that's quite old-fashioned, the fact you can just go, nah, and turn it off. And then the weird thing is, right, I don't know if this is this applies for you, I mm -hmm. used to get, like, almost, I don't want to use the word triggered, but I almost had, like, I don't know, uh, when I, when that would happen, it would almost sort of make me go, <clears throat> twitch a bit, because it's like, I played so many hours of the Final Fantasies, and when you're trying to, sort of, not speed run, but do stuff, and that happens, you just sort of, you know, a little bit, and, and like, because you're like, just let me get on. And so when this first started happening, they started removing this from games, and you got the, um, what would it be? Would it be like the Trials of Man, not, it's kind of the Trials, no, not Trials of Man, what would it be that started that trend? Um, it was in Tales. Tales, the Tales series ago, where you it? see yeah. an enemy, and you're like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of Tales that started that, and other people copied it, and a lot of games, in fact, all games. So I, I, I kind of, when you go back to this, it actually is all right, isn't it? Like it's not you. You wouldn't want every it's game to do it. It's been long enough, almost. Yeah, mm. you wouldn't want it in every yeah, game. It's, 
but when it was every game, it felt awful. But I feel yeah. like, and I feel like it also helps that this is an eight-hour game. If you were playing this for fifty hours, I bet you would get Definitely. towards the end. You'd be going through one area, and you'd be like, "Oh God, it's time for another random battle." Uh, it's really cool as well because the whole setting, the cyberpunk sort of setting, like it's it, it's all sort of like hacker themed. So all your abilities are like. And your items are like software and hardware and installing and patching and Which stuff like that. Which sounds complicated. It's like, it isn't. it's kind of like, it's, yeah, it sounds complicated until you're just like, that's, oh, that's just that's magic items. in it. That's... Uh, and then it's fine. Oh, okay. Right, like, with you. To, to but, use yeah. a magic attack, but, sorry, but you're software very... attack, you have to use data, which is magic, mm-hmm. MP. It, it's, yeah, it, yeah. it's just conversion. Yeah, it's like same that. Thing. okay, with you, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. But like when you first have your very first battle, you just see down oh, the side, God, it's like yeah. install, patch, software, and you're like, what the fuck what is going on? What am I doing? On? I'm never going to understand this. Just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's all just it's all just fine. You've got you know you've got your super moves and stuff like that. It's all it's all just very satisfying. Uh, it also has a really good story. The story like the story and the characters are just like gripping. There are some genuinely genuinely like poignant moments as you get deeper, but at the same time like everyone's just quite bantery and chatty and like likable as well so it doesn't go too hard on the like emotional stuff so that when it happens it's like it can be quite like heavy hitting almost and i mean it's hard to have that much to say about it because it does feel like a classic rpg i I would add uh, and you sort of touched on it there a little bit but i would say and i again haven't finished it i'm like a couple of hours in Mm -hmm. i would say I thought some of the writing was really good. Like some of the dialogue is, writing was yeah. like really natural. And where in a lot of these, especially mm-hmm. going for that cyberpunk vibe, where you you would almost get the the language where you know you, you don't you can't help but roll your eyes at it, even though it's accurate to the the genre, so to speak, or the or the, or the t- setting. You still sort of go, oh god, this is so stupid. They're talking about decks or whatever. But there is actually <laughs> some very sort of modern of today's. Like I'm sure she says like. There's just certain bits of dialogue that are like, oh, that actually, that's really well written. That sounds very natural and really realistic. And I'm like, I'm into this. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is. It's it's remarkably well written. And I don't know. I think the overall, all I could think was like, how have they fit everything I love about an RPG into this thing I finished? Admittedly quite rushed well maybe not rushed but well you know mm. I, it was all i played for like a day so i could do a review and they fit it all into the, a runtime that that was possible for me to do like not even you know still doing my day-to-day life everything and i loved every second of it like it's kind of amazing that, like i don't understand how there are games that are 50 hours long anymore because you can just make a mate with the magic you, of this developer but did you not because the one be thing when you said that you're i'm nearly gonna finish it i'm like Bloody hell, how's he done that? Uh, and then I was thinking about the things I was I'm really, really enjoying what I've played of it. And the only worry now I've got is like, do, do you want more? Because I kind of wanted this to be that. I, when I, I'm at the stage still where I'm like, I want this to be like, I can't wait. But then they also do this thing of when I think hindsight. Now, now I know it's that long. Like where you go to the shop and it's just yeah. got everything for sale, right? There's so much for sale. And I'm like, Jesus, if this is a 30 hour game and I can already buy that amount of software and hardware. This is insane. And then mm-hmm. now hindsight, I know that's because you can buy anything from the start. Some of it's level gated, but you can buy it's there. You can see what you get you're gonna be able to get. So did you did you Yeah were you left wanting more at all? Um 
Not really, no. I think I, I, it really did hit the, the sweet spot of how long I wanted it to run, really, because once I was like, because I was sort of as confused as you. Like, I got to the point where I was like, I had all these things equipped. I was like, holy shit, I'm so powerful. What the hell is going to happen next? And then, like, I loaded up, like, the like website of the game that just talks about it and it said like it's like eight to ten hours long and i was like oh actually that makes sense because i was like i'm gonna be a god in the next mm. like area and i kind of was because i was pretty much at the end and it just sort of it slotted in nicely and like this the story like resolves really nicely mm. as well like it wasn't at the point where i was like well you didn't tell me about this you didn't tell me about that like it all just it all just I mean, fits before you really finished well. it, I was and, like, when am I going to get my yeah, second party was... member? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Mm, um, yeah. I, I will just say... <laughs> You're not. It is. It is. That's it's a single party I will just say, I, I cannot stress enough how much I love how this looks and sounds. I love how this looks and sounds. Oh, it's so good. I It could have one of the best soundtracks of the year. The, the music is exceptional. That victory theme... We we both like you said it initially, and I was like, let me just win another battle. Then it's oh got no, that that's about as good as it gets. Organ... Isn't it? That's amazing. Do, 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 sort of noise going through it. I, I remember it from one of the bottom mm. live shows when he when he, he Eddie's organ comes up at the back of the stage and he starts playing. It's that weird like seaside organ almost. And I, I, I again because it's got that it's got a weird obviously it's super futuristic, but it's also kind of got the retro feel. And it just it yeah it, mm-hmm. it nails it. It has nails that. that is really well done. I don't. I don't know what size the developer is. Given if it's eight to ten hours, I can't imagine it's that big of a developer. But like, there's a lot to celebrate in there. Yeah, totally. And it's it's one that will probably get oh, massively overlooked. I don't know how that there's a lot of coverage out there currently, and it shouldn't worth be. saying it needs it's, to be it's out now it's, on PC. It's a very good and it's game. out. Shit, is it 18th of September? Later in September for PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Obviously, you yeah. can play it on your it's, their consoles, you know. Yeah, it's like a... I think it's either a week or two later yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can, can I ask the critical question to the pair of you? Does it need to go on mm-hmm. the list? Mm, I, might, I think might, I'll... Might well, great. Yeah, I think I'll I probably I mean, want to, honest, to talk about me. it. There is part of me that is really intrigued about the notion of an eight-hour RPG, because that's I the just, other thing. I, I just kind of it can't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't compute to me like how that works. They've done it, no, and, and how you have the things that I enjoy in an RPG condensed. So it'd be really interesting. It's idea. it's really tough, man, because there's so many good games to play yeah. for mm-hmm. the for the the game of the year stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I need to finish it. Because I, I I trust Lyle, but I also need to see if it sticks to the landing for me personally. So I can't. But for yeah. what I've played, I mean, eight hours. This is the other thing, and like especially since I'm playing it on Steam Deck, like mm-hmm. I, I I think given the games you like, I probably yeah probably worth a look. Great, that list is getting long. <laughs> have fun with that. I have chipped away at some stuff. I know. Um, but um, yes. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. No, it's a tough, tough job uh, that we so, get. Yeah, it's awful, awful hard work. It is. Oof. Yeah, tough lives as lot. Okay, so RPG number two, um, Circus Electric. What you're uh, going to be Zen more? Studios. I, uh, I can't remember if I like Circus Electric kind of thing. Circus <laughs> Electric. Yeah. 
Um, unfortunately not. I really should have done. That, <laughs> that was very poor showmanship of me, and I apologise. Um, but yeah, it's a, a it's a circus <laughs> management game slash darkest dungeon style RPG. So like super punish well maybe not super punishing but like significantly punishing and like very in-depth rpg like you'll have it, it how it works is you'll have like four circuses who go out into like combat essentially go out to the world to have these battles uh, and it's really important where they're placed so like if they're in the front row they might have like one ability they can use but if they're in the third row they'll have a different ability that might be more helpful uh, to a certain stick, stick situation the tank, like maybe it does a different back. type of damage yeah but sometimes in the tank at the back is actually really good in this game sometimes okay. that's important because they have a really good ability when they're at the back like it's it's weird um, also, tanks are yeah. clowns, which is great. The fact that the, your tanks are clowns is amazing. Um, and then there's just sort of like every character also has devotion, devotion I think yeah. it's called, which is basically like yeah, how much they like are having a good time being in your circus. Um, and if that runs out, they will like flee the battle and want to leave the circus. If the HP runs out, they're dead forever and they're gone. What, and goodbye, what's stopping that on that bit? Well, I think Lyle was just about to... Oh, I'm sorry, Lyle, interrupting. I think you were about to just say what I was going to say anyway, mm -hmm. so you carry on. Yeah. So, yeah, we... It doesn't I don't really think it tell does. you that this is going to happen. Oh, how so important. Just, I, I don't remember no, seeing a message really, about this. You're just sort of... No, it was just one of those things where it was like, okay, well, like, because I couldn't remember, because I previewed this game quite a while ago, and I was like, I couldn't remember if they died, it was like, they can only die a few times, because I knew sorry, they could you know go what? You, somehow, you can't, there is a difficulty setting, but I still think mm, it yeah, doesn't say anything, it doesn't say the word permadeath, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. But it's one of those things where it happens and you go, oh shit, my party's gone. I did. And like, there's... So so this game, yeah, me too. The first yes. boss is yeah. very, very hard. No, it, it um, cheats. So when you it get cheats. to the first boss... It cheats. It's a cheating It breaks the RPG rules, I think, personally, the first boss. It has like... It can clone itself, have well, it, multiple it, turns, it, and it, do all sorts of things that are really itself, not right? helpful. Uh, like you say, and then that should be its turn. But it doesn't. That is its turn, <laughs> but then not its, its clones turn. all get a turn before you. That's cheating. To me, in an RPG, that's cheating. You, get, you clone them, fine, they're all there, but they now are back of the queue. They don't jump the queue. You've had your turn, fuck off, mate. I think it cheats. But uh, listen, mm -hmm. it's fine. You can, yeah. It's not that hard when you know what you're doing. But yeah, that, that first boss, it isn't. But that first boss, we I think we I got to it and my entire party died. That was it. I think, did you have yeah, the same thing happen? Yeah, I did. I the save though after I realised what that meant. I didn't oh. reload the save. I, I decided that I was, I was, I was dedicated and I was going to let that happen. Uh, and then you messaged me like a few hours later just saying like, do you think the main like first the circumstances you ever get they can die because they feel like the main characters and you Grok. like said the names of them and I just Grok. looked and I was like I know yeah. they're the ones that no died. I thought that Rock was like and uh, Balthazar <laughs> isn't it I thought they were like because they're the first two characters and I, mm -hmm. I assume you got them as well 
Croc and Balthazar. are. They're like I figured yeah, they yeah, are the I like did. main ones. I actually thought they were the ones narrating at first, and then when I uh, you get into it and you realise, oh no, they're nothing. They're like they're just different. They're a kind of palette swap of all the other clowns and and strongmen. Um, although to be fair, that's mm-hmm. a bit uh, yeah. that's a bit harsh because each of the although they are like a clown is a clown and it's got some of the same skills. Sometimes they have different skills as well, and sometimes they have like different moves. So that's, yeah, they have. Yeah. So it can all change outside of the combat well, as well. I ha- should probably on. mention that you have to put on circus shows. <laughs> I know, that's oh, yeah. true. But what I was going to say is what I did What I did also find out after the fact, after I'd lost my party members and accepted their fate, after I'd gone, fine, I, I beat the boss mm-hmm. and I'm going to carry on now. I did lose two of them, fine. You, so, in fact, this might be an interesting experiment. Chris, you're a big RPG fan. If you have a command in battle that says flee... Mm-hmm. What do you th- describe what that does in an RPG? So it means that all of your party leave the um, the battle, or you try and leave the battle. No, no. Maybe you have to do something. But the fact you said all of there, it, it, yeah, I, that's I would, the important part. Like, I, I, what I you have to flee individually. I couldn't have scripted this better. So not only do you have to flee individually, that is a tactic because if you have a character that you particularly like and they're gonna die, they are next turn they're gonna get hit and die. You can flee as them, they're so they can survive because they fleed. So they've gone back to the circus or whatever. Yeah. Oh, so it's a okay. way of keeping your party oh, alive. That's clever. No, it is, but it never fucking tells you that no. until it's too late. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, a t- I, it's a tooltip, tool isn't it? I saw it yeah. after. That's the only way. I saw it in the tooltip after I'd lost two parties. One of them was a fire breather I really, really enjoyed and had a, my, my back slot and I always used her. And then it says, if you want to flee in battle, if someone's going to say, oh. Oh yeah, that would have been good. I'm not reloading <laughs> again, you know. But yeah, sorry. So you have no. to also run a circus, Lyle. <laughs> you do also have to run a circus, uh, and like a lot of this is, you know, leveling up different like important like carts and areas of the circus to help out. So you can have you've got a you've got your sleeping cart of a train that's like you can put one person to bed every time before you're going to go and do a battle and they'll get some health back. And then if you upgrade it, you can keep two people there and they'll heal more and stuff like that. But the main thing you have to do is actually run a a show at the circus. And to do that is very, very complex. And I'm not sure how easily I'm going to explain it. But it's on screen for you if that helps currently. I can't say it'll be there forever, but it's on screen now. No. So you basically have, you've got like this setup of like, this show's going to have someone who starts the show, a main event, and someone who like sends people home happy. And then each of your performers might like, they'll have a preference for, oh, they like to be the main event. They like to go on first, etc. They'll also have, I don't want to be on next to a strong man. I really like having a fire eater on for me. And it becomes this massive puzzle. Alongside this, they all also have stats. So like, uh, they're like this person's funny but doesn't have that many points in like shock and awe almost or does isn't good at like doesn't put on a musical performance and show has like a stat number you need to hit yeah so you need to have like so so you need to put the right people in the right slots and also make sure that all the stats reach the right amount everyone's next to each other at the right point and if you can do, oh, also their devotion, the same thing that you use in battles, uh, if that's higher, you get more stars for your circus performance as well. So if everyone's happier, they also do better. If you line all this up magically, which it takes a while to get the hang of, and as you progress further, it gets really, really fucking hard to ever do it. 
um, you then will get enough stars that you can like, you sort of, you get this sort of like set of like three different, uh, like I guess like sort of stats you can put the stars into. So you'll get an, a star rating for the show and then you can put them in like either your circus experience will go up so it'll level up everything. The perform will get more experience or you'll get more money in. So you decide on all that. Uh, then you have one battle outside of the circus and then you have to do that all over again yep. forever. It's and a lot. I do kind of think that might be the that might be the main issue with the game is that you're going to be it, it sometimes feels like you're going to be arranging circus shows for the rest of your life and that it's the only thing you'll ever get to do ever again. Um and it's no. not bad. It's no, it's really quite interesting. Very, very stark but... juxtaposition to like. I, I was going to just say that. I was going to say if 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 Jack Move is the game where you can go, I I'm going to write a review about it. I'll just tell you roughly what it is because like it's all kind of self-explanatory. And here's another load of words why I love it. This is like okay, I probably need to write like two thousand words on every mechanical aspect of it. It's a bit Xenoblade-y, if I'm honest yeah. in that respect. Like there is so much to it, man. Like, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. I mean, I, I will also and a lot of it is very good. Yeah. Yeah, and right, when yeah, you yeah. get into the right sort of rhythm of it, it's it's really enjoyable. Like I, I really enjoyed my time with the game. I think I gave it what like an eight. I think eight point five, something like that. So maybe eight. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I like, I really did enjoy it. But like, it's it's hard to say if everyone's going to click with it because you have to you you have to put the effort in to learn everything first and foremost. Like this yeah. isn't it's not going to hold your hand at all. I, and no. Then... I, I will say though the combat, if we because I think I think a most rpg fans or jrpg fans will really dig the combat because it's mm, really it's different like it's 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 very difficult to explain without a visual aid but every character's individual moves have like four dots and they tell you like so this will only work if you're in the left two dots which means mm. left of the for characters, yeah, 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 yeah. but it only works mm -hmm. and then there's on the other side red dots which shows you which enemies it can target so there's like it's, oh, it's okay. really tactical. Yeah. Like I can't I can't stress enough how tactical that combat is. Mm -hmm. um, that, and then alongside the that, is, interesting. It's really interesting. Then, I just worry then, like, if it's slightly too much. If that makes sense. It does feel like both elements are maybe too complicated than they need to be, but at least the combat is interesting. It, it all works and, and it's all uh, good. Yeah, I, I, and I like a puzzle which sounds like what the other thing is, which is how can you yeah join these dots together, not dots, but you know what I mean, to make a good show. Yeah, yeah. And like, but uh, well, from what you've described, I'd be finding myself moving these cards around trying to find the perfect combination. You will be. I was in a fight. Yeah. yeah, no, that's what I was. That's that's yeah. that's exactly what happened for me. But it, yeah. it also the stuff makes sense. Like in a fight, if you were a clown controlling a clown and he's got a hammer attack if he's at the back of the queue he can't reach the ones at the front that's why he can't hit them with that move so he has to use the ball attack which he just lobs and he can hit anyone with so it all makes sense like everything about this game does make sense but it's like you said Lyle, it's it's difficult to just go everyone should play this because it is it is complex in in a way that I, yeah. I don't know that many games, certainly indie games, are this complex. It's it it is to me the two D Xenoblade in terms of mechanical complexity. It's there's it is, so much going on. It's one of those games where, like, whereas with Jack Move, I can say if you love RPGs, JRPGs specifically, you should play Jack Move. It's yes. great. With Circus Electric, it's harder to recommend, but there are gonna be people who like 
latch onto this like nothing else. There are going to be people who adore this game, who like everything clicks with and the complexity is just right for them. But like, it's also kind of hard to say, yeah, just go for it because it's it's a lot. You're going to have to put the effort in. It's not it's not going to hold your hand. No. You're gonna your whole party's going to die at some point, and that's going to be sad. Um, and you're going to have to you're going to have to put on a lot of circus shows. I also thought right so that with in regards to the circus shows and the fact that you have to like you know organize them between mm. it's between every fight early on, and then you can put on two day shows and eventually three day shows. So it does like mean you can yeah. have more fights between them essentially by the end. Uh, so I was um, so I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to just like go back to the combat. I am going to try and rush this. Notice that there was an autofill option for the circus. So, and I thought, if there's an autofill option and it's you know fairly competent, if not perfect, like I could just do this for the whole game now if I wanted to, or you know, do it every yeah. so often. Uh, I did the autofill, and it it did the worst fucking job anyone could ever do at filling out these cards. Like nothing was in the right mm-hmm. place at all. Like I was getting. Like I, I, I wouldn't say that I was like spectacular at putting on these shows, but I was getting sort of like an average because I was quite far in the game of like ten stars for each one. So like you know, I was getting a lot of stats that I could put into everything. I did the autofill uh, first time I did it, they got three stars. Second time they did it, they got two stars, and it was just like, well, this isn't going to do anything. Like this is not going to help my my game at all. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fall behind in experience. I'm just gonna fall behind in money and it's gonna fuck me over. So I can never ever use this. If that option had worked as I thought it would and it had maybe made my show like a seven or eight star show and I could like, you know, skip it every so often and probably still make it through the game, it could have been a big a big boost. So that mm. was unfortunate. I thought that could have really helped and it didn't. But I mean like I say, really fun. Some people are gonna absolutely love it mm, but if if the hardcore elements we've discussed and the complexity we've discussed doesn't sound too appealing like you've probably got your answer haven't you mm, that's fair that's fair loads i will say again um not as in love with the audio but visually again i'd love i love how this game looks it just it's got a great mm, look yeah it. really cool i love the theme as well the circus theme is so cool and like all the different like types of performers as you get further on into the game like mm. they're all so different like you'll get ventriloquists and snake charmers and like human cannonballs like all sorts of things and every one of these classes like you don't get one and think like oh this is just sort of like the same Sad, like yeah. upfront fighter as the last one like they all feel really different enough so different like abilities and stuff to take advantage of it's very cool indeed and all the, all the games we've talked about this week Splatoon 3 Disney Dreamlight Valley Still Rising Circus Electric Jack Move you can go to godisageek.com and read full reviews of them in fact I think yep all five of them have video reviews as well on this very channel just thinking about it so you, if you're not subscribed and you found this somehow you can see video reviews of all those games and see lots of footage and our lovely words of, of all of us it's time for listener correspondence uh, which means we have a jingle to play but it's a different jingle. We have got another new jingle. And for the next couple of weeks, we're going to have this gin- jingle. We've had the other one for two weeks. Um, <clears throat> maybe leading up to something. Who knows? Uh, maybe we can put Mr. Mr. Hyde on the spot. But it's time to play the jingle. So here we go. It's time. It's time. Chris Hyde. In, in fact, I, I'm i going to let Chris watch it because he's watching it now. You can't hear him. He's on mute. 
but he's listening to it right now just for our benefit um <laughs> so he's now reacting to what you've just seen if you're watching this or, or hearing this um I don't know. What, 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 why, why is there a sheep in it? <laughs> why is there a sheep in it? It was like it started off like I don't know, like sort of like Love Island type thing, and then all of a sudden there's a sheep in it. I didn't well, get it. Initially, I was going to really go to town and properly put you in that scene, like really look, make it look. I just yeah. didn't have a good enough footage of you that would scale no. correctly. Uh, and then I just thought, this see, this is the thing about my brain is that's how it, that that. That video, I didn't do the music. That's Steve again. Thank you, Steve. Um, but the video is kind of an insight into the way my brain works. Like, silly, 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 sheep. Silly, silly, silly. Like, that's kind of how my brain works. So, there you go. That's your jingle. Um, yeah, we'll play that one again next weekend at the end of this as well. So, Chris, over to you. Oh, I look forward to that. Okay, so we've just got the uh, questions from uh, <clears throat> Mick, who gave the super chat earlier. And he always separates the questions out for each of us. So, Adam, I'll come to you first. Sure. I'm going to guess what he's asking here. He says, favourite NFS game, which I'm guessing is Need for Speed. Could be yeah, something else. I got a bit worried for a minute that it was NSFW game. That's a lot question. Yeah, that'd be a me question, wouldn't it? Hot Pursuit, I think, probably. That game on 360 was absolutely terrific. It's just awesome, that game. Um... The way it did leaderboards and stuff at the time was kind of, it felt almost revolutionary. I just think Hot Pursuit was a fantastic game. So that's the easy one. Okay. There's not been many uh, good ones then... since, to be honest. There's a couple of Bill Wright ones, but like, and the, the, that yeah. one for me was the, the kind of the peak, and then it was all like up and down a bit, and then just... And there's there's leaks doing the rounds, isn't there? There's leaks doing the round that they're doing another one that's going to have FMV in it again. It's like just... Fuck. Fuck. Fuck, you know, <laughs> but yeah, hops you. Okie doke. Uh, he then says Square Enix has 123,098,213 games coming this year. What do you want to play for fun and not for work? Sorry, that's me clapping. Terrible on an audio podcast, but I wondered if you'd even if you'd bother to go for that number and say it. And I'm so much respect for that um it's the do field chronicle for me like i just want to play that game for fun i've i've sort of i stopped playing the demo i started started, started again on on steam deck um because the demo save carries over and i'm like I, and i stopped again when i got to the same point because i'm like i'm just gonna hit the end of this chapter and then be like i really want to play more I, I really like that kind of game the tactics style game and i like what that game's doing so for me assuming that's what he means and it's a square enix game he's asking me about then then yeah yeah, yeah that definitely okay um this is an interesting one actually um favorite seasonal coffee drink i don't it doesn't specify the season i instantly thought it meant winter or well isn't, isn't that what he means though like because yeah. there are different like say if you go to a costa or something they'll have different seasonal yeah i, I mean I, i've got an answer it's an easy it's like yeah. it's bang it's a gingerbread latte okay um I, yeah, I, I really yeah, like too, gingerbread yeah. latte um they used to do it's not coffee, but just so I can have a just a quick moan. They used to do a Spanish hot chocolate style thing in the winter, and they did it for one year, and it came in a cup that was like, do you know? Do you know what? Either of you know what a cortado is? Yes. Okay. So it's Lyle's looking a bit confused. I'm guessing he did. It's a really small coffee. Small, it's a small really coffee small with coffee. Not really. Yeah. No. With a bit of milk on the top. Yeah. A little bit okay. of milk. Yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a, I guess. it's a small coffee, like you know. Basically, um, an espresso 
top. Yeah, kind of espresso <laughs> top. Yeah, like yeah, that sort of size. Um, and this Spanish hot chocolate, okay, okay. they didn't call it that, but that's how I know it as, was in slightly bigger cups. But again, they were like that. And the reason for that is that they are so thick and strong. Mm. If you've ever had like that Spanish hot chocolate stuff, then they are so delicious. Ugh. Yes, um, but I reckon what Definitely happened... a soundbite episode today. Yeah, I reckon what happened is people ordered this for hot chocolate. Oh, new hot chocolate, got it. And they're like, oh, fucking hell. And I reckon so many people complained about the size of it that they went, let's just not fucking do that again. Let's just not do yeah. it anymore because it's a more hassle. And I'm like, that it makes me people, so angry deserve, of the lack of culture in this country that yeah. it's like... Extra it's, large. Yeah, I, that's it. Exactly that. Like People will have got... I can imagine people going, oh, I'll have that whatever hot chocolate they call it. Like, oh, yeah. And they did a caramel one as well. And they're both delicious. The, the standard hot chocolate one was brilliant. And like I can imagine them getting there and going, what? This is tiny. I paid four quid for this. You know what I mean? Because mm. it was a very luxurious drink. And I, it makes me angry. But yeah, gingerbread latte. I think you two should answer as well, though, that question. I mean, but Lyle's pretty much already answered as well. I'd, I'd have to agree with a gingerbread latte. <laughs> I um I like a, a coffee, as you know. Yes. Um, and you get like... Like different random seasonal syrups and stuff, don't you? And it's always mm. always seems to be the gingerbread one that I end up going. Do you know what? That's 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 the nicest. Yes, one of the they lot. Did, they mm. did a Terry's chocolate orange one. See, I, they it did, was all yeah. right. It was a bit chemically. Some of them can be. Mm. You can taste that they are not mm. really. It was. Uh, is that the know, one? Uh, that was Costa. Like, Costa, and they put you got a little the cherries, chocolate, orange slice on the side. Yes, I didn't mind it. that. I yeah. thought that was nice. No, I, no, I, I said I think that one was all right. Yeah, but I still yeah, would probably like... go back for gingerbread. Mm, they did some quality street ones. I think that was last year yes, as well. Didn't did. Yes, like I had the... the purple one. I I spent a lot of time in hospitals this year, so I yeah. kind of tried them all. And the purple one, um, that one tasted very chemically to me. Like it didn't taste mm. correct. Oh, no, I don't know how yeah, you that, make that's it. What it's, I... it's praline, isn't it? Caramel and yeah, no, hazelnut. It's just hazelnut. It's, it hazelnut's really a difficult of... flavour. That can be very chemical yeah, tasting. Ha- the thing is, I find... Right, here we go. The thing <laughs> I find with a lot of these is that they... Either the idea yes. or the smell is yes. actually nice, and then the taste is just so yes. disappointing. And you're like, I, wa- I wanted a coffee, and now I've got this weird-tasting thing, but I don't want to throw... I find I, was like, I don't want to throw away my Did, coffee. Have you, have you ever had but your I'm gingerbread like... man fall in your gingerbread latte, though? No, but I feel... That sounds like hell. I don't yes, normally like, double well, dip you... gingerbread double No, dip, but I've, I I've like had I it should. where it, like, they pop it... I think the idea is some of them, that you should just pop it in the cream on top. Now, I don't normally have that. Oh, in my so it coffee. comes with a little gingerbread man on the top. Oh, yeah. And what mm. they did, I think, because it was often like in the pandemic and stuff, and what they would do is they just give you your cup with the lid on and they just, just pop a little gingerbread man on the top of it. So you just go. With you, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I had did I did have one fall in and it was not. Um... Well, it's never nice to lose a biscuit in a hot drink. Oh, the dregs of that. Exactly that. They're just, they're just, mm. just sad. But it's I think just... because it was a gingerbread biscuit, perhaps that like it would, it just sort of almost broke into pieces. So you would get it was like this, just ruined it, it ruined it. Entirely. Well, it's also mm. a person, isn't it? Which is no, grim. It's, yeah, no, like, it's a gingerbread it was, man. There was a man. drowning gingerbread man. Yes, really? exactly. That's my point. You got his little face. You must be a really big fan of Shrek. Yeah, yeah, I like Shrek. Because like yeah. I, I never once yeah. was like, oh, I mean, so what does that mean? Do you mean like you have to eat him in one so you can't bite his head off and go, oh, whoops? I mean, I'm not saying I bite his head off. And I'm like. <laughs> To watch it. like you know, yeah, like, no, oh, just, just the idea of him like drowning and melting, like. But you're okay eating him. 
Yeah, because I that's a much weird, better death for him. Burning, burning, burning to disintegration instantly because of the heat of the drink is bad. But you eating him in I'm pieces and slowly, slowly dissolving torture. in your stomach acid is is not okay. I don't know. I think that the burning would take longer. I don't think it's instant when he falls yeah, in there. I think he's, he's drowning and burning, Christ. and I think that's awful. Yeah. Whereas I think if I bite a head off, like he's dead, isn't he? Yeah, it don't matter. That's the end well, of it. Chickens can live without their body. Yeah. Chew it by food it, as well. It's worse if you like go for the legs first, because then you are being sadistic because yeah. he can still feel pain. Yeah. No, no, you're not because it's not That's a real thing. That's the only way it's worse. Well, oh. all right then. It, it's a biscuit. <laughs> Got a lack of empathy, yeah, exactly, really, for yeah. gingerbread snacks, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not that fussed about them. <laughs> Do you not eat Percy pigs either? Oh, I can't eat that snake. I, don't want to... I shouldn't have done that on camera. But you, <laughs> there's been some really interesting actions and styles that you've done tonight. You, um, you, how are you with like you know Percy Pigs or what about Colin the Caterpillar cake? You just you got you got to cut him into bits. You can't see that. Some... I say off camera because yeah, I'm doing that. Like, you got to sort of slice him a little bit, like Colin the Caterpillar. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't care as much about so it's just Colin or Percy, I guess. It was just yeah. to be clear. I'm not like save the gingerbread man. Like <laughs> I'm like I'm merely stating that if a gingerbread hashtag, man fell in my coffee, I would think, oh, he's burning in the coffee, oh, as opposed to a rich hashtag. tea biscuit. Whereas I would, I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, the biscuits in my coffee. Yeah, you can get like this could be. You can get biscuit flavored tea now. I know. I well, who'd right. who'd have that <laughs> yeah, in their right. house? It's quite nice. See, my my mum has it, and I'm like, that's just. It's it feels like it should be wrong. No, I agree, but it doesn't taste like you think. It doesn't taste like a biscuit that's been lost at sea. Lost at tea. Bang. Lost at tea. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck. Damn it. We're better than this, lads. That's the title. Uh, shall I ask you your questions now? Yeah, let's move on. Have you finished Although Stone and Chronicles three yet? For this, so. Like, listen. I haven't says, played no, it. No, 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 no. You listen. He says you're sparking, making me snuffing wait this long, in it. In it. Gov. Listen, I haven't even played it this week. I haven't played it since we last did a podcast. Um because I'm an arsehole. Um I just I've been trying to catch up with some other stuff. Normally I'm this person that's like I've got to finish one game and then go on to the next one. Are you though? Because you, know, you didn't finish Horizon. You just dumped that for Elden Ring. Like a you tissue. I don't my wife's nearly finished Horizon. <laughs> like she's like she, so now, other than you She's now badging me going, you've got to play Horizon. Like, I know I've got to fucking play Horizon. Find my time machine and I'll play Horizon. So now I've she, met your wife, she, as you know, and I instantly liked her. Yeah. She's just I really likable, Chris. You were going to double team me about Horizon. Fucking hell. And Mass Effect. <laughs> like, I genuinely thought that was going to happen. I was like, mm. oh, God, this is going to be a fun conversation. I'll go and speak to. Yeah. I'll let you know that I did, when we were talking about it, I did think about it. I did think we could. I thought, no, I'm not going to do this in front of his wife. I'm can't emasculate the man. Well, well she does. <laughs> She's oh, literally well. like, "What? Why have you not played it? You should play it. It's a and good what, game." Sorry, like, and, like, and what do you like respond? I've chosen, well, I have chosen. You to have not, chosen to not play it because of Elden Ring, not because it was shit. Elden Ring was ages ago. Fucking months. No, I know. And then other games came out. Look, I'm not perfect. I understand that. <gasps> You can't say that on a recorded thing. Sorry, can you edit that? No, it's I live. Am flawless. Well, you've edit said them both out. now. You've sort of, you've sort of rebalanced the scales. Yeah. So no, he hasn't finished it. He hasn't played. I haven't finished it. I'm well, still on chapter five. You've got quite far a lot too over leveled. What's that? You've got quite a lot left then. 
I'm sure I have. I do. Re- I'm really enjoying it. I have to say the stuff like the other stuff I've been playing play instead, it. I have enjoyed. So I'm glad I've kind of mixed it up. But what? I, it, it all seriously, I'm going to have to go back to it at some point. Otherwise, I'm going to do that thing where I'm like, what the fuck's going on? You're going to horizon it, aren't mm. you? I'm going to horizon it. But you're luckily, ghost it like you did. Aloy. Luckily, I'm I'm married to a narrator for Horizon, so she can just tell me everything <laughs> that happened up to the point where I'm at. So that's lucky. No, no, sorry, you don't get to be angry about her when, like, she's in the right. That's not. That's not fair. <laughs> she's correct. Mm. She, she is. She hasn't played Elden Ring. <laughs> she might. She fucking won't. Oh, that sounds she'll like go, a threat. She'll, she'll go. <laughs> so I tell you what. She'll go and replay Mass Effect or replay Dragon Age. That's what she'll do when she's finished Horizon. Or uh, no, I tell you what. I tell you what. I, which will make it even. I, I, just, I really worse. hope she's just behind that door, like one ear to sure. it. <laughs> but like, I actually recommended that she should play God of War, obviously, and then she'll play <laughs> Ragnarok, and and then she'll do it again. She'll finish that before you as well. <laughs> and then she'll play it again. We've already oh, had the discussion. She's like, well, when uh, when when Dragon Age Four comes out, oh. we're going to have to get it on two separate consoles because I can't be asked to wait for you to finish it for me to play it. <laughs> so we're just going to have to get it twice. I'm like, yes, dear, okay. So I've already been bollocked for that. The game's not even got a release date. So there you go. That's the state of my relationship. So fine. thanks, Mick. No, I haven't finished Unblade Chronicles Three yet. Are you grabbing Splatoon Three? That's an easy I question. I don't know. Given that I've got no time, it's like. The th- right, so the thing is, right, I should have asked this actually in, in, in the conversation about Splatoon 3. It strikes me very much as a game I will only play with mates. And so therefore, no, I'm well aware that you are an acquaintance. What I'm saying is <laughs> like, if I get it and spend time with it, I'm, therefore I'm not spending on other games like Zelda Chronicles 3 or Horizon or anything else. It'd be because all my mates are playing it. So that would be the thing that would sway it for me. Because I don't think it's a game I'd be like, I'm going to I'm sure the campaign's great, but I, I, it would be the I'd play it for the the multiplayer. So I'd need, you know, that'd be the thing. So we need to get a group of us again. Yeah, I'm all over it. I know you'd be up for it because I know you love Splatoon, but it's it's you know. Okay. And his other question you're not is, enough. I need more people. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, uh, sticking with Switch. If you could pick one exclusive from October, would you get Bayonetta three or Mario Plus He's Rabbids? An Sparks, me pick. Okay, okay, Bayonetta three or Mario Mario Rabbids. If I could only pick one. Bayonetta three, but it's I, I really think. close. Oh yeah, it's me. not a lot in it, but I think I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. But I want to play both, but that's not the question. But if I had no. to pick, uh, I think I'd I, pick Bayonetta three. I'd say the same, just for just since you. we all I thought have. I was going to get outraged, but that's good. Okay, cool. Lyle, I'll do your questions then, mate. So Lovely. since you've got on the Steam, oh god, it always fucking comes up. Since you've got on the Steam Deck, do you see yourself playing more PC? It's not that I'm jealous. Not that I'm the only one here that hasn't got one. Do you see yourself playing more PC games than you normally would? And he means like non-review stuff. I mean, yeah, I kind of, I don't really know why I would buy a game anywhere but on Steam now, really. Like, if I know it runs well enough, it's cheaper, it's going to be handheld, it's going to be easier for everyone. Like, if, you know, my partner, if he wants to watch some on TV or whatever, I'll be able to carry on playing it just it always just feels nicer to have something handheld like a lot of i mean a, a lot sorry, of how quickly i finished oh yeah sorry sorry should have thought of that um a lot of the reason why like i was i got to play so much of jack move and you know basically finish it in 24 hours is because it was on the steam deck it's great to have that as an option like it's yeah i um i mean 
I don't really see myself with any sort of game I know I'm going to have to put a lot of time into not getting it on the Steam Deck over anything else because like, I'm going to get Elden Ring there very, very soon. Maybe. Maybe like within the next few days if I fancy it. Or so, like, off Chris's wife, perhaps. Be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Steam Deck is where I'll I'll buy most things on Steam so I can play it there when, you know, that's an option. It's pretty much the plan. Okay, and then last question this week. Uh, thoughts on the new Pokemon trailer? If he says oh, I bollocks. Seen it. I meant to watch it. it before this. <laughs> thoughts on the new Pokemon trailer I, I coming next it. week. I've watched it. Star. I've watched it. I think yeah, it what, what was it like? It's really good, mate. It's really interesting. Like there was a, there was actually a little bit of it where I was wondering if there is some of that Arceus style catching in there somewhere. I don't think there is, but I, I think it, there was a bit where I was like, oh, is there some open world catchy sort of stuff? I don't know, but no, I thought it looked really cool and visually much better than some of the previous titles. And like, I'm, I, it's a, it feels odd because it's September, it's out in November, and that that trailer felt like kind of like this is the last trailer. Do you know what I mean? It was quite extensive. Mm. It showed gym uh, um, gym leaders. It showed like the Pokemon League um, champ. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like leader. You know, it showed a lot of stuff mm. that I'm like, that's probably enough for now. Actually, especially given how much they go on about leaks and stuff, but. Yeah, no, I thought I enjoyed yeah. it. And Lyle, you would too, I'm sure. Sounds, sounds really good. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Uh, right, time for a jingle, I think. Do it. It's time. It's time. Chris High. And that's Listener Correspondence. Thank you, Chris Hyde. And thanks, Steve, for the jingle. Uh, we'll play that one again next week. And then maybe we've got a third and final one for Chris to choose between. Hmm, who knows? Maybe episode 500 is going to all be about him picking the jingle that's final and stays there for, for all time. Uh, if you did enjoy this, you can get it early. You can see it after the fact. You know, it'll, it'll go disappear and then it'll come back on the, the day we go live to everyone on a Monday that's patreon.com slash god is a geek and you can follow us on all social medias at god is a geek and all that stuff go to the website go to the website and you'll see you know actual content there that's not just video form and other than that it just remains to see to say thank you to Chris and to Lyle for being here thank you to say thank you good. to the people who are in the chat the people who will listen to us later and we will speak to you next week or whenever you choose to listen bye bye for now <laughs>